Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Weekly Call, the unscripted, unedited weekly conversation between Austin, John, and Ammer. Uh, this week, uh, we actually kind of just get lost in a conversation about one particular topic, which happens to be Landmark. Uh, for those of you who are listening that have done the Landmark Forum, it's a great program, and I'm sure you can easily list off the things that you've got out of it. If you're somebody that has no idea what the Landmark Forum is, or even you've heard of it and haven't done it, I would really take this episode just as a example to show what's possible of getting out of the Landmark Forum, and we really share exactly what that is, so I won't give any more away. Uh, the three of us just really discuss about three huge takeaways and differentiations we were able to make in our own lives that we were able to discover at the Landmark Forum. So for reference, this episode was recorded on December 10th, and thanks so much for listening. Cheers. All right, coming live to you guys a little bit different time of the week. It's Tuesday morning at 9.30 a.m. John's out in BC at 6.30 a.m. We're recording two episodes back to back today to be accountable on our podcasting schedule. Uh, so yeah, you better know it. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. So, because uh, we're I don't wake up this early, man. Yeah, yeah. Emmer, you don't usually. He doesn't usually see much okay. of the sun in the winter. Um, in the winter, I go hibernation. Man. Yeah, and. Um, it's because John and I are traveling over the Christmas break and the time zone differences between him, me and Amber are going to be ridiculous. So doing some banking today. So how are you guys doing? We spoke two days ago at this point. Want to be in full integrity with everybody here. We recorded an episode <laughs> as usual on Sunday and now it's Tuesday morning. So less than 48 yeah. hours apart. Usually we have a good seven days apart. So, um, so we, man, I got a lot to talk other. about, man. I'm, I'm telling you. So oh yeah. Happened. Spill it out. Um, no, well, before I do, I need to know. So, Mr. John Morgan the Third has finally taken uh, our advice and went to one of the like the top, most world class um, growth and development courses called Landmark. And uh, oh yes, John, what what the heck happened, man? I'm I'm super curious to this. Uh, so, just so you know. Uh, Landmark is a three and a half day course. It runs the entirety of Friday, almost 12 hours, 12 hours Saturday, 12 hours Sunday, and a Tuesday evening. Um, John, floor is yours, man. Well, Landmark's one of those things that's kind of hard to explain to people. Oh, oh because, totally. Instead but, of like trying to explain it, just what did you get out of it? Well, I'll explain what happened while I was there to some degree. Uh, that might be helpful. Yeah, cool. Totally. Uh, but just keep in mind, like some some people might end up doing the program, so don't spoil anything. You know what I mean? But yeah, yeah, no, yeah, uh, no, I understand. Cool. Um, okay, well, well, we'll go right to the takeaways then. So basically, what I got out of it. So maybe the biggest. I don't know if I want to say biggest, but at least one thing that's at least reasonably significant would be that. So my father and I hadn't talked in the last seven years. And him and I, the fall, the week following the uh, landmark farm, we went for lunch. Whoa! Conversation. Shit, John, what? Dude, that's insane. 
Bruh. Congratulations on that, man. That's that's a massive breakthrough. Can you, for people that haven't been with us since the beginning of the podcast, haven't heard any of your bio, can you just quickly provide like a bit of like not too far in detail? I know it's a bit of a you, there's a lot of detail to be provided, but just just quickly, what what why that is such a big deal? And such a well, note. I, I don't like I said I don't know how big of a deal it is, but it, but it's it's definitely That's it's definitely something. Um, when I was, when I was two parents got a divorce father, I didn't even actually know about my dad until I was about a little, maybe like nine, 10 or so somewhere in there. Um, went and spent like two summers with him, like for a couple of weeks, just like, cause I didn't even know that cause I had a stepdad that I just thought was dad didn't even know. And then, uh, I spent a couple of summers with him a couple of years later, I moved out of my mother's house to Kelowna things didn't like were did not work out between my dad and I when I was like 12 so then I bounced between family to family member and then finally kind of got like told off by my dad when I was 16 and we hadn't spoke since wow wait how old are you now 23 wow seven so, years man Jesus like whoa I, I don't know I feel like there's uh, I, I know it's your story to tell and I'm not going to give anything away here, but you know, we did post your, uh, your biography on our Instagram page and it's probably our most, our post with the most traffic. I don't know if we ever told you that, John, we, we posted, we're in the process of posting our bios. Um, and you were the first one. And I essentially just took your letter that you had wrote for episode zero in the introduction and made that the caption. And uh, had some pretty uh, had a few people reach out, being like, "Dude, is this true? Like, is this guy like, is this guy telling the truth? Is this like a real story?" And obviously, which it part? Is. Sorry, which letter? The letter you originally wrote for the uh, introduction when we all read each other's bios. Oh, like that short little paragraph. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So oh, there's not even the half of it. I know, I know. But <laughs> oh man! Well, what, with, so, so if that's not even the half of it, what you just said isn't even an eighth of it because you made it sound like it was like somewhat of a normal situation where your parents split up, you go lost touch touch with your dad. I well, mean, that was just the story of my dad. Right, but your dad was also my dad and my mom um, split up when I was two, and my dad lived in Kelowna. I lived in Nelson. Okay. Where is that? What's the and difference? Like, how long of a drive is that? Five hours. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. But I, like I said, though, I didn't know my dad. Like, I didn't know that dad had existed. Like, I I learned the word biological when I was like nine. Not, oh. Like my my sisters were like, oh yeah, but like your our because my sisters and I all have the same father, and um, I remember my one sister. Um, so growing up, I was always Giovanni or G. That was my name. Like I didn't even know that my real name was John. What? Until I was about like, yeah, I didn't even know my name was John until I was about like 10, like nine or 10, somewhere in there. And then my sisters told us, well, no, we have a biological father. And I was like, what the fuck's a biological father? Right? Like <laughs> nine or 10, that's like the biggest word that you like, you're like, I don't yeah. even know what that word means. Yeah. And um, basically I was told like, yeah, like you have a different dad. I'm like, what? Cause like I had grown up with this, He's, I still call him my dad, actually, like Jamie, um, like all, like for all, in, for like for all purposes, I actually just still call him dad. Like I call mm -hmm. him and him and I hang out. So, so, okay. I, I would, can you share a bit more because about the story? So you met your dad and sat down for four hours. I mean, 
you haven't seen this man in seven years. Like, were you nervous? Did you cry before? No, not at all. Did you not hesitate? No, no. So, so what no. happened? Matter of fact, it was so savage <laughs> when we were, um, when we were, man, when we were at the landmark. So, um, I kind of have to tell the landmark story like a little bit. Just yeah, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cause it's just, it's so, it's just, it's, it's really quite funny. So, we were at, so at the landmark, like one aspect of the landmark is kind of sharing about your past and talk and, and, and you kind of dive into, I won't spoil anything for like the end of the landmark, but I don't think this is spoiling much. So when you're at the landmark, you're basically the only way you can really talk other than like on breaks, you can talk to one another or dinner breaks. But for the most part, the only way to talk is you have to go up in front of the entire form and you have to speak on a microphone in front of everyone. And which is that's probably a hundred, 150 people, right? Yeah. There was 153 people in ours. Yeah. So I'm like terrified of public speaking, which is so wow. funny. Cause you know, I that can, is I can really do one-on-one, -on -one, no problem. Yeah. But as soon as I'm in front of a crowd, I just like freeze up mm. either way. So he, um, he, he called a couple people up or well, a couple of people volunteered to go up and kind of start talking about their past or whatever. And the whole idea of it was like, you had to like tell an event of what happened in your life. And then there's yeah. like the story that you're telling and how it like ends up being a vicious cycle yeah and so you know I, I wasn't really too into this because i was when i showed up the whole goal of me going to the landmark forum was to like increase my business revenue like right. i was going there with like i want to change my mindset i was so the I same grow my business yeah and i was so like awakened by all this other stuff so yeah That's yeah yeah I'm... it seems so in insignificant now but either way so like yeah. so i go up so all these people went up and they're like all of them were talking about how like they're procrastinators like they, they have trouble setting goals. They don't make enough money. Like it was just like person after, there was like maybe eight people in a row who all went up and their entire life story has been like, they're losers and they're procrastinators and blah, 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 blah. <clears throat> so I raised my hand cause I was kind of getting tired at this point. I was like, I was almost ready to leave. Like I was just like not having it. Cause I was like, Oh shit. Like I signed up for the wrong course kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So I go up on stage and I, I kind of like for the first like couple minutes, I was probably sounding like the biggest asshole. Cause I was like, yeah. So straight up, like, like nothing against the last like eight people that came up here, but I just don't have those problems. Like, like if I set a goal, I go out and chain, obtain it. You know, like I have amazing habits. Like I'm very fit. I have a very attractive girlfriend. You know, I have quite a bit of money for my age. I'm a top 1% earner in Canada. Like I just don't have these problems. Um, but then I kind of like opened up about how, you know, at the end of the day, like I'm still not like fully happy with myself. Like I still feel like there's so much mm -hmm. more that I could do, but also like what I'm doing currently you know, like what have I really accomplished kind of thing? Like, I feel like I'm almost like in a bit of a rat race kind of thing. Right. And then, and then the, the uh, the coach or like the facilitator, like the guy who's the forum leader, the, man, those guys are so good at their job. I it, know. It's ridiculous. Who is your forum somehow leader? Somehow he led that down and we got back to that event when my dad phoned me when I was 16 and I was wow. on that beach. And I remember what my dad told me and like, I had been using that conversation for the last like five years to like motivate me Holy to be shit. successful because my dad basically told me how I was going to be a drug addict, a homeless person, you know, high school dropout and amount to nothing. And so long as I was successful, he was wrong and I was right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to prove my dad wrong and, and I wanted to be right. That's crazy, man. And, and that's so great. Yeah. Like I'm so happy for you to figure that out. But I was up on stage and, and like at this point I'm like full tears and everyone in the crowd's all crying. Like it was such a like emotional moment. Everyone was crying. Yeah. It was so crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 
What was your form leader's name? Uh, Will. Will. Okay, I don't know. Or William. Yeah, no, out west it's different. Like some people don't. Yeah, but I had a couple people that uh, in my network that have done the forum that I went to their Sunday night. They had uh, a few people from the the west coast. John, John, I just want to ask you a question here. Um, Do you feel from you went in to learn how you can increase your business revenue? And then what did you get? So then you left landmark forum like what would you say like other than this event which is pretty significant um do you feel now more confident in your business ability next year yeah so it's interesting because so the biggest takeaway i got was actually that whole story and what happened yeah so i'll give an example actually of like where this has impacted me like already in my life and why i believe you know, all of these goals that I'm setting, like, I feel like I need to raise these goals because all of these goals that I'm setting for myself, like I, like that I came into the form with goals, all of those goals were set with the limited set of possibilities that I had going into it. Mm-hmm. So all of these goals were me discounting my success based on the stories that I tell myself. Yeah. Wow. But now that I don't have these stories, now I'm thinking, well, geez, like, <laughs> like that's like, imagine if you just took like, 50 pounds of weight off you and you're like how much faster you could you run you're like okay yeah so like when i was on the treadmill the other day you know i thought to myself i'm like what's it gonna take for me to do like a million dollars in student works i was like <sighs> no one's even you know the, the amher's got like half that right and then you're like the greatest of all time so i was like, like what would take me to do 100 growth most improved operator right but a million dollars i was like i'm like i don't know and i was like well and I, but i was running on the treadmill while saying this and i was like well like what would it take for me to run 7k right now? Cause normally I run 5k in 30 minutes. And I was like, what, like, you know, that's 40% growth. I'm like, what would it take for me to run 7k? I'm like, well, I'd have to turn up the treadmill right now. And I'd have to, you know, maintain that pace until the end. And I was like, okay, so I'm just going to do, do that. So I bumped this baby up and it's just like freaking, you know, like a really good run. And so I'm running and I'm thinking to myself, okay, what's going to stop me from making this run? Cause it's a treadmill. So the treadmill is actually the one setting the pace. All I have to do is follow that pace. So I'm the one that has to quit. I'm like, well, hold on. I have to quit. I have to stop. I'm like, well, what's going to get me to stop? I'm like, well, right now I feel like nothing. And I was like, but I know what's going to happen. I know that at some point in time, I'm going to get uncomfortable and I'm going to start telling myself a story. I'm going to start telling myself a story about how you've been working hard for a long time. You need to take a break. You know, you got, you, oh, your, your knee's starting to hurt a little bit. Your ankle's starting to hurt a little bit. Oh, you're starting to get tired. You look silly there's no point in doing this anyhow, blah, 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 story, story, story. And I was like, okay, well, I know what's going to happen. So I'm like, okay, I'll wait for it. I'm like, I'll wait for it. I'm like, okay, I'll sink into it. So then what happened is I just sure enough, it comes. It's like, Hey John, you're starting to get tired. I'm like, nah, you're not like fuck off. Because like, I, I actually have a pretty good pulse right now. Like, I, you know, I, I know my heart rate. I'm like, I'm actually not that tired. Like that's like, that's a false story. Right? That's, that's not true. <laughs> Like, oh, your ankle kind of hurts. So I'm like, I'm I'm like, okay, let me audit this. I'm like, does my ankle really hurt? I'm like, yeah, it kind of hurts. But at the same time, though, this is like not unnormal. Like, this is pretty normal to have like a little bit of an ankle soreness at this pace. I'm like, that'd be fine. Like, I'm absolutely positive that I can endure another 15 minutes of this. And so I ran and I ran and I ran and I ran. And then finally, at the very end, I was like, what would stop me from running just like 7.5 kilometers? And I was like, well, I'd have to bump it up 
just a little bit more. And I was like, okay, well, let me do that. So like take in mind, you know, and I have no headphones on, no music. So this is all just pure thoughts. It was just glorious. I actually don't even run with music anymore on the treadmill. I love just, I love like that, that inner, that inner yeah. dialogue now. So I'm sitting there and it's like, I'm on like 18 on this freaking treadmill, like full Jeez. sprint. Like, like basically can't like this treadmill sounds like it's going to break. Everyone around me is like, what the fuck is this guy? On here, right? <laughs> and I'm sitting here and I'm basically just talking to myself. <laughs> And um, that's my biggest takeaway from the landmark form is like, I just feel like there's all these stories that just weigh me down and straight up the stories are absolute bullshit. Yeah. Absolute bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Does it, does it make sense to now hear people talk? Like when I'm talking to you guys or I'm talking to, you know, friends and like we all do it and it's just fascinating to see people in their stories and yeah. Yeah, I think everybody you know, needs and, to do the forum. It's it's true. Yeah, no, no. Okay. So let's ask John. John, okay. Would you recommend our people, our viewers listening right now to go ahead and go and try land, the, the Landmark Forum? They do have like free evening sessions where you can get a little taste of it. Yeah, I think the, the amount of people I wouldn't recommend it to is so small that I would say I would just give it a blanket sweep recommendation. Wow. Cause there's certain books that like I wouldn't recommend to everyone. So I'd say, well, I'd have to talk to the person first before I recommend the book. Um, but man, like, like there was just one lady that was there at our, at our, at our group. I won't mention her name obviously for confidentiality, but man, she, when she came in there, I just like, I thought to myself, man, like I'm so grateful. I'm not her. Yeah. Like not because she had a rough life because she was just like the most annoying person. Like everything she stands for is like the exact opposite, like hard work. No lazy. Like everything was just neat. Like anything that I like stand for, she was the opposite. And the very end, she said this thing and she's just like, well, I don't want to spoil it, but basically she said this thing at the end. And I thought to myself, if she can get this out of it, like I'm positive just about anybody can get something out of this. Yeah. Yeah. She really hit it home. There was a lady that, that was next to me that had a brain injury her entire life. And that was surreal, like talking to her afterwards. Um, and although, actually, one of the one of the most uh, craziest moments was um, there was this chick next to me, and she was like, she was a, one, she was a lesbian, and she had like adopted two kids with this other, like with, with another lady, and she was like super depressed, and she like tried killing herself at one point, and, like was super suicidal. She's not so much anymore. Cause she's like, you can't go to the forum if you're suicidal or have like mental illness um, or severe mental illness. Because most of the mental illness in quotations that people talk about is actually just a bullshit story, which was so fascinating to see it at the forum. But, um, but at one moment the forum leader said, okay, turn to your, your partner and just kind of talk to them. But for some reason, when we turned to each other, we locked eyes and we must've been like, man, I could smell everything about her. Like we were like no, almost nose to nose and we just locked eyes, didn't say anything for like five minutes and we just stared at each other. And it was, I don't even know what, like it was like, there was no reason why we did it. We just did it. Like no one even said, Hey, let's do this. It was just, we both looked, we both had the exact same idea at the same time. And we were so present. Like I'd never felt so like inside someone before. It was so crazy. Wow. Jeez. Man, some of the experiences that I've went through through the forum, I, I've never experienced. Um, my my mom did it as well, and nice. She uh, it took me, yeah. It took two. It took 
I think uh, like two years since I recommended it for her to give it a shot. Um, but her like her life goals changed because you know we're she has three kids, her husband works a lot, she works full time, so she felt like she that's it like this this is the death sentence like she's gonna spend the next twenty years doing this and then and then that's it, and uh, she came out with so much life. Um, but I, I actually want to share what I got from the uh, yeah absolutely landmark forum and then Austin mm-hmm. you can finish this off. Um, so. Um, when I was 12 years old, uh, back in, back in Jordan, um, funny enough, the, the person who's involved in the story may be listening to this podcast. So this is going to be, um, Mm. it's going to be interesting, but, um, I spent the first 12 years of my life in Jordan and when I was, I believe nine, uh, I remember it was a lunch break. Um, and I was with my two best friends and they were like, Hey man, we got to show you something cool. Uh, just follow us. I'm like, Oh, great. Uh, so some, some context throughout my, you know, between the ages of like three and like 11, I always like, I didn't really, uh, excuse me. I didn't really feel like I, uh, I fit in too much. I was always that skinny kid. Um, with like weird hair and wasn't really good at sports or wasn't very like extremely intelligent. So I wasn't part of the nerds or like the jocks. I was just kind of hovering in the middle. I would play video games, which people didn't really do much. Played like San Andreas and whatnot. So the way for me to fit in was like, I became the class clown. Um, So I, I noticed like in school, because it was so systemized, the only way for me to fit in was like to be really funny in class and to have really high marks because in Jordan, the way it worked is whenever a test is, is completed and it's marked, the teacher actually goes up in front of the whole class and reads out your marks um, like out loud. But instead of saying your name, they would say like your student number, which is like four digits. Oh, wow. So what I did was, the reason I have good memory is I think it stems from this. I wanted to know, like I wanted to be the best. And whenever there were names or numbers that would be read before mine. um, So let's say like four numbers are read, then mine. So I would know, okay, okay. I got fifth place on this. Uh, I would, I would actually memorize. Oh, so they'd they'd read them in order in terms of marks. They wouldn't be. So yeah. So like 98%, 96%, 94%. I got like a 91. Um, and I would memorize these numbers and I would read the room and see who's reacting. And within uh, like every year, it would switch classes. But I ended up memorizing like, I think it was like 55 different numbers. Um, whereas it was stemming out of that. But sorry, back to the story. That's the context of like, you know, where I was. So when my friends told me, hey, come check this out. It was like one of those few moments like, oh, wow, like I'm going to be included in something cool. So I was like really excited. I'm like, ah, we're going to make it like out of this. Like even though these guys were my friends, I never really felt like that guy that, you know, let's see, you would hear a new piece of gossip. I was never the first guy that people would go to to share the gossip. They would go Mm -hmm. with like, you know, the cool guy Mm -hmm. and then the cool girl. And then they would just like drip down to me. Um, So I felt like, oh, finally, like I'm getting approached, you know. 
we ended up going to the school gym um, and it was a basketball court, funny enough. You know, I love basketball, um, but it was a basketball court and it was a newly built basketball court. So I remember walking in, um, you can hear the, the sound of the distant fans in the, like the 30 foot ceilings, uh, the smell of sawdust and wet paint, funny enough. Um, and uh, we were in the middle of the basketball court. I remember saying, so guys, like, what's up? Like, why are we here? Um, and it was just like a huge smirk on one of my friend's faces. And uh, within seconds, one of them looked at the other and was like, grab him. So one of them grabbed me, put my, locked my arms behind my back. And then the other guy went in front and just started slapping my face, like left and right, left and right. Then they both picked me up, threw me on the floor and ran away laughing. And uh, it was very traumatic because I really felt betrayed and uh, I felt backstabbed. I remember I was crying on the floor and I, and I remember looking up and I'm like asking God, why did this happen? What's the lesson to take away from here? And I came to the conclusion is that humans couldn't be trusted. It's <laughs> like pure blank people. You could not trust people because people will just let you down. I didn't know that I came to this conclusion because it happened so quickly, just like that. So what I got, like, one of the things I realized in the, the Landmark Forum is that the reason that I did what I did was purely out of self-defense. The only reason I made a lot of friends is because I wanted to, to be in control because if I left, if I let go of any control in any relationship, then I'm going to get betrayed. So if I, if I only had two friends and I got betrayed by them, then I'll have no friends. But if I had 200 friends, um, there you go. But I use the friend, the word friend very lightly where it's like, you know, surface friend. It's like, Oh, you know, you see him in the hallway, you give him a handshake. So, um, and then I started looking even, even deeper and I never really had a meaningful, really deep relationship with anybody, not my brothers, not my parents, because I truly believe if you get too close, uh, you're going to get hurt. So I realized this before I ran my first business and imagine the, the chaos that would have ensued if I didn't trust my clients, I didn't trust my employees, there's no way I would have been able to scale my business. Um, but that was a story that I told myself. And I remember, same thing, John. <clears throat> People went up on the mic sharing about <clears throat> how they're trying to get over this divorce, how they're struggling to pay the mortgage, how um, they're not happy. And I went up on stage and I'm like, I'm not really sure. By the way, the only reason I went to Landmark was to prove somebody wrong, believe it or not. Somebody's like, oh, you have to go do this program. It'll be great. I'm like, yeah, yeah, buddy. If I don't get anything from this, you're giving me back every dollar. I was like, I was, I was an asshole uh, three or four years ago. It was, it was really bad. Um, so I remember going up on the mic. And I'm like, what? Like, I don't get the point of this. Um, it just, just seems like, uh, like a Jerry Springer show. I'm not interested in being a part of this. Um, and then she started to ask me questions, the forum leader. And uh, before I know it, I was in a room full of people telling ev all of them that my role models were Donald Trump and Genghis Khan because they were able to 
you know, conquer and dominate. That's so and, savage. Man. And then I went and said that the natural human condition is evil and that I, w- I don't trust anybody in this room for me to open my heart up. Wow. And I got booed off the mic. The forum leader is like, look, you're not, you're not being coachable. You need to sit back down. And instantly I made enemies with like 170 people in that room. Um, and for the first time, I, cause I, I always got booed be- off the mic. Yeah. Yeah. John, it, yeah. Was, it was really bad. <laughs> He's told me that he told me that part of the story before. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even know like, cause yeah, I didn't even know that was like, possible going into it. Yeah. <laughs> John, John, I got to tell you, man, I had so many stories like about my, myself yeah. and what was real and what was reality. I was just this very, the only reason I went to business was so I become filthy rich so I can go into politics and then become the prime minister just so I would be like the top dog and then nobody could tell me what to do and like to dominate. And it's all based off that like, and it's all based off, you know, being bullied as a kid and not liking that lack of control. But then I started like realizing the sacrifices that I made. I never really had really close friends. Whenever a conversation would get like real between me and a friend, I would just end it like, yo, let's go play like some video games. Or something like that, because I couldn't give up that power. Uh, so it was, it was pretty incredible. And um, man, I uh, my relationship with my brothers. I remember going back home, and I'm like, "Hey, you know, all I did was like bully them and like just diss them and whatnot." And, and then I was able to like, you know, facilitate that. Um, I never really had a real conversation with my dad before that, where. I asked what he wanted of me. I always assumed that since I was the oldest, he was expecting a lot. So that like made me work hard. Um, But then I talked to him and he's like, no, dude, like whatever you do, like I'm fine with. I, it's not that serious. And I remember that was like a huge breakthrough. Um, But all these, you know, all these things that I learned enabled me to have these tools um, that whenever you know, something would go down in my life, I would have the tools to react to it. So I shared a couple episodes ago, how I went through a, uh, a breakup, and then how I was able to overcome that in a healthy manner, within like a three, three day period. Um, because I had the tools and skill sets. So that's one, one of the small things I got from the forum, because John, mind you, I did the landmark forum. And then I did the advanced course. And then I did the self expression leadership program. And then I did the introduction leaders program. So the forum leader that you saw in the front of the room facilitating the whole thing, that's the first program he has to take um, in order to reach that level. So it was just, it was just incredible because I always asked myself, what if a forum leader lived in my house? Like how efficient would my household be? What if, what if I partnered up with a, with a forum leader in my business? Like John, Let's say you partnered up with the forum leader. Tell me you can't do two million next year. Well, I don't know if I I want to partner with Will. Like, no, no, no. But like, like I'm I'm saying, you know, put put his personality aside. But like, just no, imagine personality. I just he, he, I don't think he was a business guy. He just he was like an airline pilot. I don't. I really don't think he had, he was business savvy. But you don't think somebody like that, um, you know, the ability to just sort of. Uh, Oh, I mean, as a coach? Oh, yeah, it'd be awesome. As a coach, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It would be, like, you'll be unstoppable. Like, nobody would know it would hit you. So, 
I was like curious to get those tools. Well, back. they offer that, right? They have they have a they have a consulting company called Vanto Group. Oh, they do. Yeah, no, I actually forgot about that. That's a good. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that. That's what I got. That's what I got out of um, out of the form. One of the form. One of the small. Thanks things, for right? sharing that. I have so many. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know what else. To, what else to add? But that was you know that was pretty difficult to share. But you know. Yeah, I could tell it was like uh, <laughs> it was pretty hard for you to get those words out. Yeah, man, it was. Uh, so it looks like, I mean, I'm really happy that you got some, like you worked on this. Uh, and I think the most notable takeaway from this is that like, for anybody listening, you know, this is like really hard for Amber to talk about and he's able to do so in a very uh, mature manner, but he's clearly still working through it. Like it's still, it's still something that he has trouble talking about and it's not, it's something that I think that we got to recognize when stuff uh, like that happens and we all have these things that we like really anchor on really heavily with our past and uh, the landmark won't be able to like just totally dismiss them and make them unemotional and um, make them so that they don't exist in your life anymore, but you'll get a lot more insight as to how they're affecting yeah. you. Right. Cause you don't even know these, these events yeah. really affected you like for to me i was like three percent aware of it now when i'm sharing yeah. it's still hard but i'm like 96 percent almost fully completely you know overcame it yeah. so um it I well, mean, hold on one thing that i kind of want to throw in there is that it's not even so much that they affected us but that we allowed them yeah like we yeah. were the ones telling the story like and the, we uh, we like attached ourselves to it very, very yeah much. yeah like there's no victim there's no victim with with that philosophy yeah like, like the actual not, story of what happened was that they were we were just a bunch of school friends and it was like a prank that they watched on youtube that they wanted to do and that's it yeah there's no betrayal there's no act of like everything heresy. else was a story that you made about yourself yeah everything else i made up like the humans are evil humans can be trusted like it's just all a story that i made up because we're meeting making machines, right? So that's what yeah. we do. So Austin, man, um, what, did, what did you get away from the... Uh, uh, I'm also reluctant to talk about this, but I think that it's important that I share it just, uh, just to be authentic. Uh, I'm going to just keep the person nameless just for the sake of confidentiality because it is extremely private for this person, but it really did affect me uh, very heavily at the time. And so when I went into the forum, exactly like John uh, was like, yeah, hey, yeah, I'm going to just, this will allow me to just be so much, uh, I'll have a greater degree of introspection and I'll be able to like kind of mentally audit myself and how I perform in my business. And I was like, this is just a great self, self, uh, self-improvement tool for business. And I honestly thought Landmark, because it was referred to me by somebody that was in student works and I just started to develop this assumption. It was just for business. Right. And, uh, obviously on the first day you get there and you're, you're sorely mistaken. Um, not sorely mistaken. You're just mistaken. Uh, so the first year that I launched my business, well, first year I was an operator, um, it was 2018. So like January, February, 2018, just coming out of January training. Um, and somebody that was like 
and still is uh, somebody that's like really important in my life and is extremely important to me, tried to kill themselves. Uh, they tried to commit suicide. So that like, it, they were thankfully unsuccessful, but that was just like so difficult for me to process because now that, you know, they were, they were in a state where they felt that that was necessary at the time. Um, and I was completely blind to any, like, I, I didn't even know that they were going through this, uh, that they, they, you know, and, and you start to develop and because you're close to and if anybody's ever had this happen to them, regardless of whether the, the suicide attempt has been successful or not, if you were blinded by it, it like it, it kind of hurts you in a way that nothing else really can. Cause you start to develop these stories. And this is a great example of stories and what happened because you start to tell yourself, like, how did I miss this? How did I not see one thing that made me think of this? How did I not ask the person like just a simple question and, and address this earlier? Uh, I've failed as this person's uh, being in this person's life. Um, you just start like the, the stories are out of control. Like they just never stop. And this happened in like mid February of the first year I was running my business. And uh, I was a total mess. Like I was just, I, I couldn't focus. I was just like, you know, when something hits you that hard on the basis of a relationship uh, that you have with someone like, um, it's just so like life-changing. You, you just, you can't get past it. And so I had, and, and, you know, my, um, I really wanted to shout out, uh, my business coach at the time because I was authentic with him and told him what had happened. And he, until the end of the year was like super, super, uh, helpful with, with helping me through it and allowing me to remain focused. And I ended up having a great year. Um, and at the end of the year, um, he recommended that I do landmark. So in September of that year, I went and did landmark and found out, uh, just like you guys are describing kind of on the same theme here, it's really between the story and what happened. And after going through this whole course, I really realized that everything after this unsuccessful suicide attempt doesn't actually tangibly exist in the real world. Um, every single story I was telling myself about how I failed, how I missed this, how I was such an idiot or such a, like all these words being thrown around in my head. It's a way for me to develop a coherent story about something that almost happened or, or did happen, but the outcome was almost permanent. And um, I really realized at that point in time that all, like if you were to break it down um, in terms of like a binary like, or just like a very simple script or a code or, or a summary of what happened, only describing the what happened, not the story and just the basic bare bones of the situation. All that happened is that this person did something to try to end their life. And that is all that happened, right? Every single thing else where I started to attribute negatively to it, uh, I let it affect me. I let it actually change the way I interacted with that person after, which I think was honestly the worst part. Um, 
all of that is just self-inflicted, right? And we have this tendency just to like create these stories and, and novelties in our head about these tragedies that we go through because, you know, well, I experienced this and Amber experienced this as uh, his story as a kid and, and John had experienced this difficulty with his father. Like anybody listening to this podcast, of course, has their own thing that would, they have gone through or multiple things that have just been a complete shit show, like a complete tragedy and that you wouldn't wish upon anybody else. And I just encourage you to sit down and as hard for you as it is, literally just list out all that happened, right? And you'll see, it'll start to become extremely clear to you what is self-constructed to, to allow you to think more negatively about the world and what actually happened. There were people in my forum that made this distinction between being sexually abused, uh, having an abusive partner, you know, they start to realize that all that happened is this one event and everything after changed my life that I thought about it. Right. And you see these people making these huge breakthroughs and you're like, like you're, you're in awe. It's a, it's a true, uh, it's a, it's a really, it's a really in like the, it's, it's not, it, it's an experience like no other really. So, um, I was able to break through with that and I've, and after the forum, I had a very, uh, great conversation with this person in my life. And, um, we really worked like I, I told this person, you know, this is how I've been treating you totally out of integrity. And this is why I've been treating you this way because I felt this way. And, and just having that person hear what I had to say changed our relationship completely. And we're probably, obviously there's no metrics for this, but like we have such a better relationship now. Um, it's, it's crazy how much that can change uh, a part of your life. And, uh, and you can see, I hope that, you know, within our three scenarios here, the three of us, like uh, the effects of this distinction we're able to make in our lives are, are just, are just like unreal. Like they're, they're, they're unfathomable until you do it. And I think John, like you said at the beginning, right? Like this is the hardest part of making landmark, like sound good for people that haven't done it because it sounds so, I don't even know how it would sound because I've done it. So I can't imagine like lab laborious. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like it's just, trudging. it's just kinda, they're like, I've had like, I guess maybe it's the way I explain it to people, but I've had an enrollment conversation with a few people in my life that I really think would benefit from doing it. And the common, like the, the kind of reaction I get is that they think I'm part of some self-help program or something. Yeah. Um, and I'm just not very good at communicating the effects of it. So it's hard for me to have these enrollment conversations with people, but it's just because I care about them a lot and I really want them to have these positive impacts and these ability to distinguish between the story and what happened and, and many other things that you learn in the landmark forum. I want them to have that in their life. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what I was able to get out of it. So I'm, uh, yeah. yeah. Hey, first of all, Austin, uh, you know, John, yeah, thank you guys for you know, sharing. This is not easy, right? You guys got um, well, it's not hard. Yeah. Pardon me? Well, it's not hard. Like, I, I, yeah, it's I, not. A, that's the I spoke. I mean, no, I no, I'm, I'm just saying before. it would have been easier not to share because it's like, oh, you know, you don't have to. Oh, at okay, least, okay. at least for, at least for myself, right? Um, but yeah, Austin, I wouldn't worry too much about trying to 
unquote sell yeah me neither program. yeah and i yeah i it's very simple it's you know we we shared what we had to share and i'm sure some yeah. people out there have gotten away with it but i mean it's it's kind of like all through their path the reason all the three of us went to the landmark forum is because we had something in common we went to pursue the betterment of our lives so if somebody's listening and it's like hey do you want to you know double your revenue um find a new girlfriend whatever whatever the goal is for growth this is a good place to start um but yeah any any closing thoughts john no i think that i think that that was uh i think that was a good representation of the landmark form you can kind of see what all of us got out of that and the impact that that, that it has on our lives and and you know, as I do more landmark forms, I know that you guys have done more of the courses than I have. I think that, uh, you know, it's something that I, that I would want to be a part of for sure. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. awesome, man. Well, great call boys. Um, let's get on, uh, you know, let's, <laughs> I don't know what to say, honestly, well, but I mean, let's, like, let's I just on. actually wanted to finish this off by saying, I think John and I started by saying that we went into the landmark forum to really uh, allow it to help us in our business. And it actually really did. Yeah. You know, like that's the real impact is that you yeah. think in that, a very roundabout way. Yeah. In a very roundabout way, it allows you to just be more aware of the impacts of attributions and the own, your, your own perspective on your own problems. And, you know, when you're running a, a business, there's no shortage of, of micro problems that pop up and that need micro solutions and even bigger problems. So yeah, that's, that's kind of what uh, this kind of turned into like a, <coughs> makeshift landmark marketing program oh man, oh, man. <laughs> but, if they like, paid me man if, yeah. if, if they would have paid me man. i wish they would have paid us yeah no, yeah no. we gotta this this episode is brought to you by landmark oh my i wish yeah yeah um and now a word from our sponsors oh, yeah. all right we'll uh see you guys next week peace out boys Hey guys, thanks so much for tuning in this week. We really hope you enjoyed the podcast. As usual, you can reach us directly at theweeklycallpod at gmail.com or at theweeklycallpod on Instagram to keep up to date with any upcoming episodes, content, and guest interviews. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Cheers.